What's up, Cracking Aces listeners? You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes a bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball nips. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball nips and have a great time on the golf course. All right, ready? Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Cracking Aces podcast. I am Nate, sitting to my left, about, I don't know, three feet away from me. That is Jake. Oh, I hate when you say that. And this is episode 14. We made it, episode 14. And today is August 14th. So that lined up perfectly. Um, not a crazy exciting week in the poker world. A few things happened oh, that not maybe not for for you, but for some people it was very exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, people made a lot of money down in Florida that we'll touch on in a little bit. Um, I have a personal grievance grievance with Scott Seaver that we will <laughs> touch on in a moment. And we will talk about our top three, our personal top three most annoying things people say at the poker table. It's a new uh, segment that I think that we're going to start doing where last week we did the bottom three feelings at a poker table. And it was when you get set over setted. That was my worst feeling ever Mm -hmm. when you think you have, you know, the proverbial theoretical nuts like pocket threes. And then someone just has like pocket fives on three, five, nine. So um, that's my worst feeling at the poker table. Today we'll do the top three most annoying things people say at the table. Um, I think we will have the same number one, but I wouldn't be shocked if our other two are different. Okay. Well, we'll have to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but let's start at recapping. The big four, the Florida tournaments that they hold at Seminole Hard Rock in Florida, they came up with this new idea where at every time they hold a, a tournament series at Seminole Hard Rock, they have a 5K, a... Okay, wait, talk me through it. What do they have? So they, they ran a whole series, but then, you know, it was a couple of weeks long, standard, you know, five. 500 to you know a few thousand dollar buy-in tournaments and then they held the the big four which was a 5k main event mm-hmm. um i think it was a three million guaranteed yes a 2600 one mil um a 1k 500k i think and the 25k two mil the high roller the high 25k roller. Yeah. okay they also ran a 50k uh which and wasn't a part of the big four but was basically the fifth okay so uh, i thought the 50k was part of the big four no, I, guess no, no. I was wrong so there. okay it's, it's actually it's in theory it's kind of cool what they do like they call it the big four i like it yes they play down to a final table in every tournament and then they stream them all on twitch at the same time um oh so you know it's possible that you uh, actually maybe not 
I was going to say, it's possible that you can make multiple final tables, but I think that if you're still in the fi- in the main event, then you're not playing. You're not I, playing any of the. Other I I certainly don't like the idea of streaming four tournaments on Twitch at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you're just I, like, I cannibalizing really, like, yourself. I yeah, it kind of. I really like um, I really like the Seminole Hard Rock down in uh, in Hollywood. They're doing an, an awesome job. It's definitely like, I mean, maybe like the third best place to play. Behind, um, behind all MGM properties, Borgata, uh, WSOP, Maryland Line, uh, National Harbor, and um, LA, I would say. Okay, so we're, we're in agreement, National yeah, Harbor. Sure. Uh, a couple cool things happened. Jason Mercier, he's been pretty off the radar in the last year or two. Mm-hmm. He did show up at WSOP and played the 50K and the uh, the main, but uh, he, ha- he took down... The fifty thousand dollar high roller for seven hundred and fifteen thousand, kind of just like came back on the scene with a vengeance. Probably his third or fourth live tournament that he's played in the last couple years since he became a family man. He has this outrageous beard, long hair. Yeah, he's really going with this the uh, caveman look. Caveman look. I, right. I compared it to Tom Hanks and Castaway. Yeah, I saw that. that was, it that was it looks one. like he was on a desert island for seven years fucking a volleyball and then you know got saved by a boat and just hopped in the 50k he's, high roller he's you know he's living the dad life he's happy and yeah now he's you know 800k richer whatever it's it was. not bad when uh you know he, he's a big sports better i don't know if he's sharp in in my brain there's three or four winning sports betters in the entire world um and so i assume nobody else is i assume even though as smart as Jason Mercier is, he's probably not a winning sports better. I could be wrong. Yeah, I, but I don't know it's about just, that. That's I mean, the way my brain works, though. Is yeah. Sports betting is so hard right. that there's not very many profitable ones. But you also have to imagine that he has like some pretty good resources. Yeah, he probably has all sorts of uh, like uh, just immigrants doing the databases for <laughs> him for three, you know, three dollars an hour. So. Um, Jason won the 50k high roller for 715,000. So, you know, welcome back to Jason and his home state too. You know, he just rolled out of bed. Yeah, he probably won a 50k, like, like, you know, within 30 minutes of uh of the Hard Rock and yeah, ships the 50k. Yeah, he just saves He's that. He's a beast. I mean, yeah. he's you know, it's it's crazy like even after basically, you know, a year or two playing like really low volume in no limit especially like he's just Right, because when he plays cash, he's playing mixed. He still has it, yeah. Uh, So he wins the 50K. Uh, Jessica Dolly, bracelet winner, former Marine. I want to say Marine. I might be wrong there. It might be Air Force or Army. Former military. Thank you for your service, Jessica. Member Jessica Dolly, uh, WSOP bracelet winner. She won the 2600 for... Slightly over two hundred thousand, beating Faraz Jaka. Heads up, that's an OG. It was like a five-hour heads-up battle. Yeah, uh, they. It seemed cool. I I liked what they they were. You know, posting pictures of each other from the final table. There's a ton of money on the line. I don't know if they chopped. What what's normal there? Do do two regs like them? It's completely dependent. I mean, more often than not, or would you say it's fifty-fifty, or less often than not? Uh, I would say that. more often than not, it's discussed. Okay. I, discussed for sure. Yeah. Actually made not that I'm not, often? I'm not sure. Yeah. Prob- probably not. You've just never gotten heads up in a live tournament in so long. That... I have. <laughs> not not in a little while, though. That's what I was saying. It's been a while for you. 
Yeah, I know. There's cobwebs. You have to play them to get heads up in them. Yeah. I when I made a final table years ago at uh at Maryland Live, they started discussing a deal. I mean, people start discussing deals in those live tournaments very early, you know, when there's still two tables left and most yeah. people are like, dude, shut up, sit down. Uh at the final table though, I think it was brought up immediately 10-handed. I believe we we did a 10-handed final table and we finally made one four-handed, mm-hmm. I want to say. And so I took home a couple thousand dollars more than I was yeah, supposed to. I mean, the thing about chops is that you have like people have to know that a lot of a lot of these tournaments and casinos and uh series, they don't always facilitate the chops. Okay. So there has to be, you know, it if they won't. They won't change the paperwork. You're saying, like right, the set exactly. buy, uh, the set payouts. Yeah. So I actually um, had a weird issue in 2012. I think I was four-handed in this like massive uh, 1K at Caesars in Vegas. Okay. And they didn't facilitate the chops. Um, is that laziness? They just don't want to re print out the paperwork or is that legal do you know no i think it's probably more of a a legal thing okay yeah um i mean like in that case i'm fine with it if it's like the tournament director doesn't want to do 10 minutes more work well i because we think it's probably i think it's probably more of a more of a combination of of uh, like regulation legality and especially for the bigger brands um taking away from the stream so like World Series okay. does World sure. Series, uh, especially the main event. They don't want people. They don't want the live ESPN broadcast to I be, love it. Um, you know, to be broken up for it, there to be a pause. Yeah, you know, Let, let's although, fuck with hundreds of thousands of dollars because we want to run a couple more commercials. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's like pretty cool though. Like uh, Poker Stars does facilitate chops. So like I've watched a ton of the EPT streams where they almost always pretty much every single final table um you know whether it's heads up three or four handed Mm -hmm. um they they start the discussions and and stars breaks down uh everyone's icm value that i think that could be good television yeah i think it's i think it's really cool because then not only that then there's a level of negotiation that goes involved Mm -hmm. or that sorry that is involved Um, chip leader swinging his dick saying you better give me a few more thousand or we play on or well-established pro that's Mm -hmm. you know in second or third being like okay well my icm is i don't know you know three hundred thousand um but you know i want three hundred ten thousand and and then where's the that going to come from? Is that, that going to come that from? Yeah, yeah, is that going to come from all from the chip lead? Uh, you know, how are they going to break it up? It always comes from the guy with ten big blinds who would kill for a chop in that situation because he knows, you know, okay, fine, I'll give up a thousand, but he's still right. he's still you know making five, ten, fifteen, whatever more right, right, in right. the long, uh, not in the long run, but you know, than he would if he was the next person eliminated yeah. with the short stack. Yeah, but I think that um, I don't think that they did chop. I think Faraz would have said. Uh, you know, got second but chopped for this this uh, amount of money. They would have tweeted it. You yeah, mean? yeah, yeah. Um, so f- I mean, for us, he he's been playing for yeah. as long as so, I remember. So yeah, for us is uh, I'm I am pretty friendly with him. He's uh, he's been around forever. He has crushed online and you know, basically been um, you know, somewhat of a nomad over the last. I don't even know. Yeah, um, six, seven, eight years. If you're that good of a buddy, tell him we could use him as a guest on the show. Yeah, he'd be a great guest. Yeah, yeah we should try to get just him. Talk on. about traveling, playing the yeah, world. Yeah, I, he's, I, a, um, he's an Illinois guy, right? Yeah, he's he's an Illinois guy. Um, 
he was deep in that in the uh the wind main uh, with you that i get yeah, that i got 20th got and he got like 12th um but we t- we're talking on break and he uh yeah you know he he's married and he travels and plays a lot of the the europe stuff and that's sick um yeah puts in puts in a ton of of, of live volume throughout the year and um and then the other event of the big four so there's the 1k keith brennan i don't know that name i don't either he won the 1k for 104,000. Mm-hmm. and then yeah boy your boy sean deeb won the 25k high roller yeah. for a cool seven hundred and seventy eight thousand yeah, dollars that was the stream i was watching um, how, how how was it how was the table it was uh you know it was pretty tough final table um we had uh jake schwartz yeah, friend I, of the show, our boy Jake eight. Schwartz. Yeah, that's the most Jake Schwartz finish of all time. I know. Is he makes you know eight hundred close to eight hundred k for first home state where he lives. He goes deep in everything mm-hmm. and then eighth. Yeah, fucking yeah, Jake still, Schwartz, still a solid run. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, Deeb had the chip lead basically. The oh whole no, time. we take. I apologize for the slander, Jake finished seventh for uh close to 91k so not you know what not a bad finish not not a bad finish there uh funny enough uh mercier finished ninth for 73k of course he did and that one yeah of course he cashed it and your boy your online foe in new jersey olivia olivier bousquet finished third for three hundred and forty thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars i was rooting for him uh so does he just Win a a smooth three forty and just come back to playing two five. Uh, you know what he when he's here he plays <laughs> seven days a week pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Better man than I you know, am. I, I don't I don't know if maybe that'll change, but he he's seems like he's in a pretty good groove. Yeah, I, Olivier. From what you've told me about him, from what I know about him, and from what I guess about him. Puts in a lot of work. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he has. He, he's uh, almost like a robot trained to play poker. Yeah, he. From when he moved to New Jersey, you know, maybe two and a half years ago, he by far is the most improved uh, online reg. To you know, he, he's one of the best mm-hmm. that I play against by far. Uh, yeah, a third. Place. <laughs> Not surprising. Like you know, when he first when he first moved, he probably was. Big he, trash. He was, no, no, he was just like less <laughs> familiar with with online cash, and uh-huh. he just kind of has that blueprint. He to, was a to high improve. stakes sit and go player. Yeah, correct. Yeah, but like one of the better ones. Yeah, yeah, I oh, yeah, thought. Yeah, for a while, for a while he was the best. Um, you know, he would hold the five k, the five k. Right. Lobbies. So that's what I was making sure I wasn't getting that wrong. Yeah. Is he would play the five k heads up sit and goes on poker stars, and he was the best at them. It's hard to work your way up to be to be the best at the five k heads up sin goes. It's like not an easy task that he did. No, oh no, <laughs> no, no. It's uh, yeah. That's I don't even you know. That's those days are long gone. But uh, as far as like those even running. But yeah, I mean that's uh. Can you imagine just like that? I mean that's just like sick action. Just have those running and running and yeah. running. Just like. <laughs> swinging your swinging I, the, your balls the, off. the swings, you know. It's uh, they were turbo sitting heads up sitting goes too. So you know you lose a five big blind flip, and mm-hmm. you can lose ten of those in a row. You know fifty k swing in the matter of an hour. Oh yeah, yeah. I I really there's wish no, there's really no restriction on the number of of those that you can play at one time, and then not to mention the rematches yeah. that are involved. I I, um, I was saying so I yeah. really wish we uh we got Jake to just call in now so we can just make fun of him. Yeah, finishing seventh. Yeah. You know. 
That's all right, that's Jake. Not, You'll get the next that's, one. That's not a good way to treat our friends, <laughs> friends of the show, especially who put we, uh, we want listeners to, into the main event. Yeah, exactly. You know, you should. Uh, and that's still open, by the way. He sent me a text. Uh, he said, "Anytime anybody wants me to put them in a tournament, just have them tweet me." So uh, that's Jake Schwartz's words, not mine. He loves putting strangers on Twitter into main events at poker tournaments. Mm-hmm. So just uh, send him a message on on Twitter. And, yeah, and he'll. Uh, and happily he, obliged. That's he has, what he told us. He has ninety-one thousand more dollars yeah, to spend to spend on everybody. Yeah, what a guy he is. I I do root for him because you know he finishes first for uh, close to eight hundred k. Think about how many main events our listeners going to be playing. Mm-hmm. He'll get them next time though. And oh, finishing tenth. That's what I meant to say. The guy I still don't know really anything about him, but he is uh, the young and up up and coming. I don't want to say darling of poker, but people seem to say he's already one of the best. And I don't want to mispronounce his name. Is it Ali Imsirovic? Ali Imsirovic. I'm bad at names. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, we've talked about, about him, him briefly. Uh, he finished uh, 10th oh, this is in, in the, the 25K. 25K yeah. yeah. I just His name just caught my eye. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, he's... I, uh, he was on TV. I was watching the poker go... Uh, what is it? I think it was actually a 25k poker go thing that they show on NBC Sports, mm-hmm. and he finished. He went deep in that. He was yeah. on the final table of that. He's popping up everywhere, and he's just. I don't know anything about him, and I keep seeing his name. He everywhere. is from uh, New Jersey. No, he's from Russia. No, well, I can he, pronounce people's well, names no, but from he New grew, Jersey. He grew up in. It's like in Joe Papa Giorgio. I can pronounce <laughs> that. I can't pronounce Ali Imazir. M- the S I R O V I C. Yeah, it but doesn't. He's, he is a beast, absolute beast. Have you uh, played live with him? Best. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a couple times. Because last time I was in Florida, um, played with him for a little bit. You you were telling me off the air that you need to get your ass out to these. Yeah. Is that? Well, is, I do go to most of them, but uh, you know, <laughs> I was just I've just been busy with you, you got know, them frequent online. flyer miles, man. Honestly, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of almost unacceptable for me to miss Florida <laughs> events just because it's pretty cheap to fly down there from Newark. Yes. And I have a free place to stay. So you're such a nit. I mean, I've just been the, the online games have been have been good. So I've just you, you did say you've been down. crushing online. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. It's been going well. So, you know, that's good. So, um, oh, and then the winner of the main event, Sean Winter. Yeah. What, tell me what you know about Sean Winter. I know he's really good. Um, <laughs> plays That's a hot no, take. Plays No Limit really well. Plays PLO really well. Um, yeah, I mean. He's, he's also a Florida guy. Like, a lot of hometown guys. Yeah, he, he, he's from around there and I think still lives there, probably in the area. Um, Did you watch pretty, that final table? Go. No, no, I only watched the 25K. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I, I uh, just, Joey I, Chong was at that final table. Yeah. Who won a bracelet over the summer? Uh-huh. I don't recognize uh, any of the other names though. Um, Interesting. Ben Farrell. I feel like maybe I should know who that yeah, is. Yeah, I. You know what? That name looks fa- looked familiar when I saw it at the final table, and but I didn't. Not, I didn't recognize uh, his face. Yeah. I think it's combining like a few different people that I know <laughs> yeah. that are named yeah, Ben and have like <laughs> names, last names that are kind of similar. Yeah. To f- Farrell or Farrell. I, I feel like I could uh, tell a cop, like a sketch artist what Ben Farrell, the poker player, looks like, even though I've never seen him. Yeah. Same with uh, the third-place finisher, Jerry Robinson. I, he's, he definitely... I You can't... Jerry Robinson sounds too much like Smokey Robinson that I, I demand 
Jerry Robinson to be Smokey Robinson's son. Just like smoking or having an like unlit cigar in his mouth at the table, just wearing like a big pimp coat. That's how I imagine uh, third place finisher Jerry Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Besides that, uh, kind of underwhelming 5K final table for for me. Congrats to Sean Winter though. I've heard I've heard he's quite the player. Yeah. And I um he's been he's been killing it for a while. Knowles. He's a Florida Knowles State seven. Seminole. Yeah. Uh that brings us to the next thing that I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I'll make it brief. Okay. I'll make it brief. I don't want to get too into this. If if you're not a Barstool fan, oh, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you might be a little confused, but it's been a big week uh, talking about unions and unionizing and shit like that. Because my boss went yeah, on so Twitter. Yeah, so fill me in. As yes. a, I am not an employee of, of Barstool, so tell me what's been happening. So my boss, Dave, went on Twitter and said... If Barstool bloggers decide to unionize, he'd fire all of us. He, <laughs> he doesn't want us to unionize. Uh-huh. And apparently it's illegal to threaten employees out of unionizing and say you're going to fire them if they unionize. Right. He said this because Gawker, who's Deadspin and all those uh, loser sites, they unionized. No, it was the Ringer, oh, the, right? Sorry, yeah. yeah. They unionized five years ago, and he wrote a blog saying, ha-ha, I dare my bloggers to unionize. And then the Ringer unionized right, right, right. over the weekend or on Monday, and he just, like, re-bumped up that blog. And uh, people got very angry online. The, the, the social justice warrior type, uh, the people who always think that they need to look out for everybody else, got very mad that he said he would fire anybody who unionized. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it was tongue in cheek. It's right. A, it's, it's joking. Still probably shouldn't, you know, right. It's tiptoeing the line, but that's what he does right. is when he, he doesn't know what unionizing is. To right, be honest, right, right, right. none of us know what unionizing <laughs> is. And that's why it was so funny because when all these holier than thou people, I mean, I saw a tweet from like the actual, the AFL labor union. CIO yeah. yes, Twitter yes. account. So they're, they're saying, if you're an employee of Barstool, you know, contact this lawyer. And when most people would see something like that and go, whoa, I didn't realize how serious this was. My bad. Dave fans the flames because, you know, controversy sells newspapers. So uh, that's what we've been doing this week. Mm-hmm. You know, AOC got involved. Can you, can Donald you, can Trump. You, can you pronounce her name? I cannot <laughs> pronounce her name. And I was called racist for not being able to pronounce her name. And I was like, a white guy could have that name, and I still wouldn't be able to pronounce it. It's yeah. just a tough name to pronounce. Yeah. So that's why she goes by AOC. She can't pronounce her own freaking name because right. she goes by her initials. Uh, she got involved. It became a we. Uh, Barstool was the number one trending topic on Twitter. Portnoy was number six on Twitter. <laughs> it became a national story because yeah. he said if we contacted a lawyer about unionizing, he would sue us for back pay. Right. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I mean, it's it's such an absurd thing to say, and these people take that's very funny. I didn't I didn't know that he so that he said that. fucking seriously. Well, I think the idea. I mean, outside of any sort of like you know him actually being serious about it is is like you have a pretty cushy job here right like yeah uh yeah come and go as you please john feidelberg though i can come in here i don't work here (laughs) like i'm using a podcast studio like we know we're doing this like let me tell you john feidelberg the co-host of kfc radio he has a uh uh, a clip online alvary tweeted on cracking aces and 
he just goes, my life is so freaking easy. Right. It's unbelievable. Right. Wake up whenever I want, make some fart jokes on a podcast, go home, order tacos, you know, like right. and no re- repeat, no response, no real adult responsibilities. We get paid pretty well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we work hard. I'm not going to sit here and say that we don't work hard, but unless you have like a wife and kids and a mortgage, it's hard to find a better job than, you know, yeah. find a better job right. than this. Right. And so if you do have a wife and kids and mortgage, still hard to find a better job than this. Yeah. It's not like you're not getting paid. Yeah. So, um, we have no reason to unionize. We have all the benefits, mm-hmm. you know, they just built us a brand new office. Every, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Right. Um, but these people think that they know better than we do and we just play into it. Right. So get into the, uh, the, so yeah, what happened that brings what? me. So, you know, it made national stories, this and that. And Scott Seaver, very good poker player. Oh yeah, uh, a poker player I I uh, would aspire to become the level of. Yeah, <laughs> one of the best. Yeah, maybe a maybe a fraction of y- of yes. his skill level. Yeah, never really been known as the uh, the nicest guy. Maybe on the tour, <laughs> I don't know. I I've never met him. I don't want to. I don't even want to slander him because I know so little about his personality. But you can yeah. he he he's always comes off as a grump online or not online like on TV televised tables and stuff like that. And he probably would admit that. He's like, yeah, like he's, he, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? He's just, uh, he's not the most charismatic guy. He just mm-hmm. is what he is. Very good poker player, extremely rich. He tweets, and, uh, let me read it word by word, as I would not want to misquote someone as important as Scott Seaver. Major LOL to all the dumb people in poker that have treated any of the Barstool people like actual human beings in the past. You hate to see it. Like, what, now, yeah, right. what is that tweet? Now, he he is, first of all, contradicting himself very quickly by saying you should treat Barstool people not like humans when the whole crux of the argument is Dave's not treating his own employees like humans. Right. By not letting us unionize or whatever. So he's already contradicting himself there. Second of all, you've got to be smarter than that, Scott Seaver. How is he? He Well, okay. Well, here's here's an issue is that like you and, and Smitty have become pretty like ingrained in some of these bigger, you know, like the main event, World yes. Series. Um, coverage. Coverage. I was on yeah. TV three straight Doing, days. You know. Sure, maybe I'm a little biased. I'm friends with you both of you, and uh, I think you've been doing a, a you know pretty damn good job at, at promoting poker. You know, Plus, this podcast, tweeting also, out about it. I mean, we've had Negroni on, we've had Moneymaker yeah, on, Merson. Yeah. I mean, Galen last week. We've had very big names in poker. Gary Gates right like after what, the main event. Like, what have you personally or Smitty personally done to like tarnish? Like, done to like not be treated as humans right right exactly right? so what scott siever is seeing is just all the blue check marks on twitter going after dave right. and he's probably reading these tweets about all you know step on my employee's throat if he tries to unionize right and just taking it and, at face value he's he's, obvi- he's definitely coming from a uh you know a, a previously biased yes place right like before this that story even came out he probably had some not so you know positive thoughts about Maybe you, maybe you know. I, I don't think it, I don't Dave, think he I, I don't knows know. who I am in particular. It's 
the he yeah i mean his entire timeline is political right so he has preconceived notions um about what barcel is and right, right who we are and so he sees these couple tweets from dave and he just yeah. goes if you you know lol at poker players who have dude poker players love barstool and love this yeah. podcast and all of yeah. that i've okay yeah i don't even know if i've told you this but i've probably had four or five people Talk to me in the in the chat in New Jersey over the last oh. two weeks. Did not know telling that. me that they're listening and that they enjoy listening to the podcast. That you know that's great for us. We'll just keep. I'll just keep spitting out terrible uh, hand advice, and yeah, then right. <laughs> hopefully it seeps into their brain. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I mean, I'm not mad at Scott Seaver for what he tweeted. Major LOL, the dumb people in poker because. He's calling Negreanu dumb. He's calling Greg Merson dumb. He's calling all oh, right. Fedor Holt Pe- dumb. People that have engaged with with the, yeah. with this show. Brent Hanks. Okay, that's fine. Call Brent Hanks dumb. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Love you, Brent. Um, <laughs> now, wow, that is fucked up. Nah, but uh, yeah, it, he he was so quick to react and say major LOL to all the dumb people in poker who have tweet who have treated us like actual human beings in the past, like. Shut up, Scott Seaver. Yeah. Like, just, just, you don't know what you're talking about. You're being worked. Like, I think most people realize. Yeah, just like, just. You're just but, being worked. Like, whatever pent up anger, frustration yes. you, you're feeling, just, just wait, just wait a few minutes before you decide <laughs> to tweet. It, well, it, someone, someone tweeted at him, Connolly tweeted at him and goes, you realize, like, they're getting the engagement that they wanted and he's just trolling and nobody actually wants to unionize at the company. Thank you, Connolly, for having a brain. Yeah. And Scott Seaver then backpedaled a bit and goes, yes, it's a massive troll job, but you realize his one tweet is literally <laughs> enough to be considered against the law regardless of attempt, and he has enough enemies that something happens. If <laughs> I mean, if some yeah. lawyer... First of all, I mean, my what fa- do you care? Right. Why do people care what we're doing? Right. <laughs> like, you, why are you trying to police us? Right. Let, let me decide that, not you... And as someone like him who plays high stakes poker, talk about a reason to unionize so you're not getting freaking destroyed by rake and like every other structures, things that yeah, go on right. in poker, bad structures, re-entries. Hey, Scott Seaver, don't worry about me unionizing. You unionize. Yeah. I mean, you know, Scott's not really worried about the... About the the rake of uh, you know a World Series of poker circuit event, he's he you know he's uh, a little too high up in the nosebleeds, but but yeah, I mean it's certainly a a discussion that could happen. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's I didn't expect this to leak over into the poker world, but then when I saw Scott Seaver had something to say about it, I just wanted to chime in. It, it's just. Mind your business, dude. Or better yet, no, he doesn't have to mind his business. Like you know, you know. I, but I, I said he can come on the podcast and discuss. Because again, yeah, he doesn't want to. I want, yeah, of course. You just want to chirp off on Twitter. Yeah, right. But, I mean, you can tell me your issues on this podcast. We can resolve it. But you know, didn't get a response about that. So it's fine. I mean, Bar- Barstool got what we needed out of it. Yeah. Dave got like forty thousand followers in a day, or something crazy. Yeah, that's. Ridiculous. I, I've gotten more. I can't even imagine the the social media engagement just from. Well, we got over a billion. We got over a billion impressions. Um, 
which it, it came out in one day, something like $22 million worth of free advertising. Nice. That's when you consider like Variety, you know, wrote an article. Washington Post wrote an article. Right. New York Times, you know, does this. New York Post does whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're talking about it on Fox Business News, that stuff, CNN. So, uh, you know, it all worked out. I, I don't imagine, usually the way things like this work, and you see it a lot at Barstool, a lot of controversy, a lot of people on the internet mad at us. The next day it disappears, and then two weeks later it's something else, and nothing ever actually changes or happens. It's just the way the internet works. I don't think anything will happen with this. There's There are legalities to it where people, you know, apparently you don't have to work at Barstool to file a complaint about labor unions mm-hmm. on our behalf, but um, I can't imagine... Like what? What can I don't? I don't think anything can happen if nobody that works here files a complaint. Um. So that that's stuff for uh, lawyers that you know that we have. So yeah, I mean, one of my one of my friends who lives in the city is a lawyer, and he he was messaging me about it. I did. I had no idea what was even going on, so I had to like you know catch up on it. And I asked him. I was like, because I saw what, what Scott said, and I was like, can somebody like is he is he actually like breaking the law here like can he get in trouble for what he like tweeted even if it was a joke and mm-hmm. i mean long story short no he said no yeah i, I like uh, like yeah he could really get in some trouble if he fired people for, yes. for discussing unions but obviously that you know that wasn't going to happen yes like if he literally fired someone for talking about unionizing that's something else like <laughs> but a lot of people looking out for us, which I do appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate hey, all these people looking out for, looking out for us. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, people care. <laughs> yeah, that's also <laughs> the crazy thing is we're all just sitting back, like talking about it with ourselves. Like, what does unionizing even mean? Like, is this even like what 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 even is it? And we have all these people like screaming at Dave, like they should unionize against you. We're like, that sounds like a lot of work, man. There's probably paperwork involved in that. Yeah. We we have unlimited vacation days. Mm-hmm. I get to go to pool parties in AC, and yeah. they pay for it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm content. Yeah, I mean, you come to work when you want, and you leave well, when you uh, want. Nine to five, nine to six. Yeah, I, right. I, I don't come when I want to go as I please. Yeah, well, you come and you go at nine to six because <laughs> you're a hardworking <laughs> yes, individual. Yes, thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs> but uh, interesting times on the interwebs this week. All right, interesting what else? What times. else? What else we got? Uh, let's see. So talked about that. Last thing we'll talk about, and this will be a quick episode. We uh, had a guest cancel on us, so we won't have a guest. And I like doing quick episodes. Last week's was an hour and a half. I think last week also was probably... Yeah, it was great. I say it every it week, besides the one where we talked about how to get better at poker. Uh, I think that was our weakest episode. But I think we rebounded strong. Yeah, it was a strong rebound. And next time we do one of those strat talks, we'll have it be... A little more structured. More structured, yeah. more organized. We'll apologize for that. Yeah. I think the idea was there. The concept is yeah. there. Uh, we don't you know, script out what we're going to say on the show. We do a very rough outline. And I mean very rough outline. Right. And uh, cause I, I think we both work better just flowing... And so, yeah, uh, I agree. but we but for something like that, something it like that is a little bit more. Uh, yeah, we should have been more structured. Yeah. So we apologize for that. I like the idea of it. Sorry if it sucked. But uh, I think last week's was pretty sweet and we went 90 minutes. I think Galen. We, so we did the Galen interview at the World Series of Poker. Um, and I hadn't listened to it since we did it. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, listening it was back great. to it. it. It really was nice. It was fun. Yeah, he, he he's a chill bro. So um, 
our new segment. I wish we had music. Like, wah, 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 wah. that was my Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? You're, you know? Yeah. Remember that guy won the million dollars and he called his dad just to flex? Yeah, he took his lifeline. Yeah, nope. that was an all-time flex. That was badass. Um, I told you to prepare this. I have a feeling you didn't come fully prepared. Oh, I, I got it. You do have yeah, it? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. I thought on the fly. <laughs> okay, perfect. I was brainstorming as we were talking. You want to do some music? No. Come on. Give the people what they want. No, no. Give the people the music. Come on. So what do we have? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to do the top three most annoying things people can say at the poker table. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say say to you at the poker table, but mm-hmm. it's probably that. Just yeah. things that grind things that your gears, make your skin crawl at the poker table. Yeah. You want to start or you want me to start? Uh, are yours in any order? Or Mine are in order. Okay. Let's go with like three, two, one. Yep. One being the thing that you want to most annoying. put a gun in your uh, okay. fucking throat when okay. you hear it. All right. Um, my number three is when after a hand is done, the guy who talks about if I didn't fold, I would have won that okay, pot. Okay, yeah, that's a good when one. When the flop comes seven, no, seven, seven, five, and he's like, I had seven, three, right. I would have won that one. Right. If I didn't, I knew I should. They, they complain about, yeah. or they say that they would have made some ridiculous hand and a hand that they never ever in a million years would have Should have been playing right. to begin with. I think we're all guilty of it, which is why it's my number three. You know what's probably even... Like very, that's very similar to that, but probably even more annoying What's is that? when there's like, like that's annoying when they're like never ever going to be playing the hand. But when there's like a big all in confrontation, let's say like it goes like raise call, like like squeeze, and then like the raiser and the squeezer get it all in with like aces versus kings or something, mm-hmm. and the guy is like eights, and it runs out like eight xxx, and I and then like say. that that guy is like talking to the guy who just lost with aces versus kings. About like oh, just like okay. making like a big scene about how he like would have you know scooped the pot, whereas like this one guy just lost like ninety percent of his stack and like a huge cooler, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just has I, to sit there listening. I thought you were gonna go somewhere else, but you might have where I thought you were gonna go on your list. So, okay, all right, I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll go with my my number three is. It's definitely it's a little different. Anyone or somebody talking about anything about how much money they have or Ooh, anything materialistic. So, really? So talking about you know uh you know money that they make you know in an outside profession or outside job crypto at the table talking crypto not even talking crypto but bragging about crypto it's more the bragging bragging about you know their expensive watch how many other watches they have anything like that you hear it all the time yeah uh what about when people talk about Oh, at the ten twenty five game I was playing last night, something right. like that. Right. I, I think people say it to you know. To yeah, you lose tri- lose a pot. Oh, it's okay. I won ten thousand in the in, right. you know, in a cash game last night. Like, yeah. All right, man. That's a very good one. <laughs> uh, my number two. When the big blind, I know we have big blind anti now, but I'm still gonna say, actually no, it still works because mm-hmm. the big blind puts out. Th- okay, fine. When uh when the big blind is a fucking weirdo. To the female poker dealer. It's also just people who are weirdos to female poker dealers in general. But it's when it's the big blind and she goes, you're big. And he makes just like the creepy Ooh, that's a really good one. comment. I, I, I like doing this when we don't talk about it before yeah. because there's like a you whole. Know, that's my number one. I'm taking it back. Yeah, that's, that's my number one. That's, it it that's enrages a really good one. me because it's so 
fucking creepy and the dealer yeah, creepy guys at the at the table who but, who make who make like sexual jokes yes. to the dealers or to women or girls at I mean, the at the I, table I I assume this is going to sound bad I assume the dealer has to just sit there and deal because they're probably told like I mean they've or, seen or they've massage seen, girls too They've seen it a billion times they've heard it a billion times so it it might not affect them but it's so freaking gross like they do like that fake smile like ugh just please like don't yeah, like, they're just repulsed. Yeah, and so the last time it happened, I said something. I was like, "Dude, like, why do you got to say that?" Yeah. It's just like, "Why do you got to say it?" And he he went off on me. He's um, like, "I'm sure." He's like, I I'm a reg here. I have a I have a spotless uh, reputation, and I want to be like, "Dude, yeah," because you lose like a ton of money. Yeah, when, like nobody cares that you're a pervert because you're losing. Yeah, you know, they five hundred k a year. The floor here. tolerates it because it, they they know that they should for you know, like their bottom line. Right, but. You can just, you know, you can just tell the creep is just on him, and it just uh, say it slower. What am I? I was like, dude, like, gross. Like, yeah. And first I mean, of all, that, in no world is that funny. And no, it's two, not funny, and it's extremely prevalent. Like, it's you just, in, you know, for people that might not know, like, a lot of these tournaments are, you know, in poker rooms, basically everywhere throughout the country. There are massage girls. You know, go around. You know, you pay for your massage and. You know, a lot of them are attractive, and they just have to yeah. hear, like, this BS from I, these, I, like, you know, pervs. I think, I'm not saying, if anybody at your table says that, just call them out on it. Because right. it, oh, it, yeah, it, for it, sure. It, most people don't because it's not worth it. I think we're at a point now where it's, like, hopefully, well, it's like, hopefully right. more people at the table will be on your side than his side. It's like, all right, if you make, like, one, like, you know, one, like, dick joke... About like your big blind, like it's like all right, man, like cool, like. <laughs> but if like they keep doing it, like I don't even. I think the first one is like because a, a female, it's just, it's the female it's dealer shouldn't have to put up with that. No, it, no, it, of course. Not. It, I don't want to be uh, holier than thou, but by definition, it's sexual harassment to a, to a point. You know, it's not the worst. Yeah. Like form of sexual harassment, but she's just trying to do her fucking job, man. Yeah, like she, she doesn't, doesn't need want to deal with your ugly she fat want, she ass. She doesn't want to hear it. She yeah. doesn't want to think about your dick when she's dealing cards. Yeah, yeah. And so uh, that was my number two. But then I thought about the guy who I was like kind of mad at. Mm-hmm. Not kind of mad at. I was just like, and then he went off on me, and it made it my number one. Just because you're fat, you're gross. They only let you play yeah, because no, that's, you're that's, a whale. That's a good. That's like, a good number. Just one. Just shut sure. up, dude. Just shut up and play bad. <laughs> Um, all right, my number two is strat talk. Okay, any sort of uh, well, okay. I don't want to sound over, like elitist or what, anything like that. Like I don't really love like you know talking to another reg at the table or you know a, a, a pro about like maybe more advanced strat talk. Like that's not really like I don't really love that. Uh-huh. But there's just like. <laughs> There's just something that's you know you just want to blast you know put your put your volume at at uh, full on full blast when when you hear a guy say a guy, I put him on yeah there's just a guy talking about the way that he just played a hand who mm-hmm. you know it, it, just hearing the 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 process going through his head is let me tell you it, it can be pretty brutal I wrote down the same thing that was my old number one mm-hmm. i said talking strat slash ranges in general then yeah. i wrote parentheses usually it's just a bunch of cliches and numbers that probably po- probably don't make any sense right. at all and the thing is is it's funny that you say like range because like 
like people have gotten more uh you know they're they're more educated they're they they know more about you know terms about mm-hmm. you know maybe slightly more advanced things and so they'll they'll say something like range and yeah and that's and polarizing yes. and um <laughs> you know it's just it, the words that they're saying are words that people use they're just not in the right context or yes context doesn't like, make sense they just it used to be like set mining and then it got a little more advanced right, then it became like right. implied odds right. and then it got a little more advanced and now it's range yeah so and that's that's a. Uh, you know, you, you have to deal up. with it. Um, usually, I just nod my head if it's being, <laughs> you know, if someone's talking to me. Oh, I agree. When they put me on, like, oh, I knew that you had to have a jack there. I go, yeah, you got it. Yeah, like, but you, you know what? It. It's it's pretty. It's even more annoying when like somebody somebody that you like lose a hand to. <clears throat> let's say you actually do have like a history, a, like a flush draw oh. in a in a hand, and you end up bricking the flush draw, and then they like, you know, the hand doesn't get to showdown. Whatever. Let's say you just fold river. And they're like, you had a f- like, you had a flush draw, right? Like, I knew it. And I'm like, fuck, they're right. But like, obviously, like, they're only thinking that's like, they're thinking that's the only thing that you can possibly have, as yeah. opposed to, you know, not to use the word range again, but, uh, you know, a, a, you know how you would play a specific range. Your in, in your your best bet in those situations is just to tell them that they're right. The, yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever. Like, yeah. You know, usually I roll my eyes and I'm like, oh, shit, he's actually right. No, like, I act I did a, like they're like I did a, a, I did Harry Houdini <laughs> and they just read my mind. Yeah. Like, how did you know? Yeah. How did you do that? That's amazing. You're mm-hmm. the be- I, I love telling people that they're the best at the table, but it's like trolling them. But I don't say it in a sarcastic way. Be like, you're probably the best at this table. Like, that was awesome. Like, I'll, I'll really hype. I'm, I'm the best hype man for bad players at the table to really hype them into continuing playing how they're playing. Mm-hmm. Like, you are running this table over. When I played at uh, the MGM National Harbor, Maine, there was this, I mean, nice enough guy. He was probably 60 years old. He had piles in front of him. His name was Ken. You mm-hmm. know, he's a reg there. People knew him, and Ken was winning every hand. And it was like, dude, King Ken is killing us. Like, King Ken. King ha- Ken. King Ken, how did you get, how <laughs> did you become the best? That's hard to say. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it like catches on at the table, and then King Ken wins another pot, and he'll show his hand, and everybody's laughing. And then, you know, that player buys into it, and then he thinks he's the king. And it, it's just, it's fun. It, it hypes up, you know, the weaker players. It makes them want to keep playing, maybe suboptimally. Yeah, uh, you know, it's you're it's a good time. Making them feel good. And so that was my number one, slash, my new number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I guess your number one? I think you sure. talked it. Did you talk about it last week or a couple weeks ago? Oh, I don't know. It's when uh, you're all in ace king versus kings, and the guy next to you goes, "I fold an ace." No, that's not. Ah, it. That's, that's really annoying. I thought that yeah. was your least favorite for sure. Well, it, it kind of. It ca- actually no, it doesn't. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. Well, that I uh, that is that's really bad. The number one yeah. honorable mention. Yeah, yeah. That can be your 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 because uh, then your they, old number one. You have the kings. They have the ace king. The guy goes, oh well, you know, I folded an ace. Yeah, right. And then an ace spikes. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, like sweet. Did I need to hear that? <laughs> no, it's it's only really bad when they tell you after. So like, so like you know, you get in kings versus ace king, you lose. You know, flops an ace or whatever, and the guy directly next to you is like. Hey, I folded Ace Jack. I'm like, what the fuck you telling me I'm, that for, man? Like, I, I <laughs> I'm guilty of that though. I yeah. I think I, I see that, I, that's a yeah yeah yeah. I was gonna say I uh, that's a do as I say, not as I do one. I it's hard. Not I mean, to I tell would them. never do that. But ever? No. It's so it's, it's unless it was somebody I like blatantly didn't like, uh, which yeah. is far and few in between there. Um, Name names, King. <laughs> all right, my number one. 
It's just an, anyone complaining about bad beats at the this, table. At the table from from mo- from previous from from, yes. from their one two home yep. game from five years ago, like a, you know a deep run five years like, ago. Like like I've <laughs> I've played in like you know the Borgata in the WPT there, and you know been like kind of deep in it. And somebody loses a flip Brad. for like seventy five percent of their stack, and they're like, "Oh, this is just like twenty twelve. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody cares ah like, uh, yes the prelim event eight in 2012 yeah, like, like you know what i i don't care <laughs> i don't someone someone in the in the online chat the other day like brick the flush draw versus me it was like not even for stacks and he starts complaining in the chat he's like why would i get there i'm like dude i i, I don't care man like <laughs> You know, I just don't. You're just it, you're it, just talking. It's the like wrong talking guy. to a therapist. I just though. don't care. You just have to get those feelings out. Yeah. It does make you feel better. Yeah, talk to your dog. People, people talking hands at the table in general because you have nowhere to go. It's right, like, right. So uh, then he bet uh, four hundred on the turn. We're talking about yeah, like people are a like 50, telling you. Hand? People are like telling you like detailed hand histories from you know the four hundred dollar almighty stack or <laughs> you know colossus or something and you're like there's like 2800 people left in the tournament and you're like you that's how I, i'm always shocked and i'm i don't say that but like i'm always shocked the really rich established players the negranu types can grind out a full summer because you you just get oh yeah i mean i can't even i can't even imagine what negranu has to deal with not even not even like bad beat talk just being hounded and, yeah. and swarmed anytime you step into the Rio. Yeah, I, he he he's gracious about it. He's good oh, yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. The table talk at his tables is just it can't be pleasant on his ears. It, yeah. <laughs> it's funny cuz he's such a nice guy and you know, he came on the podcast. He was great on the podcast. He's so pleasant outward outwardly to everybody. I hope he gets home and just has uh, like a safe room. A uh, uh, what was that movie uh with Maybe Jodie Foster or something, and they just have like this. Pan is it Panic That's, Room? Yeah, it's Panic Room. Panic yeah. Room. He just has. Is a, that Jodie Foster? Maybe, no, it's like Helen girl, Hunt. Helen Hunt. I, they're the same person to me. Yeah. Um, I, he has to have a Panic Room, or he'll lose his mind. He, you just you can't be that outwardly nice to everybody, especially in this world where it is such a cynical world, and when he has to deal with so much bullshit, he just wants to probably get home and just scream. So are you looking up yeah. Panic Yeah, room? I'm looking it up. I think you're right. I think it's Jodie Foster. Watch it just be some generic blonde girl that we both got wrong. Yeah, no, it's Jodie Foster. Oh, I was right? Yeah, you were right. Oh, shit. I thought once you said Helen Hunt, I thought you were right. Yeah, I actually thought I was right, too. I did make a shit. bet with the uh, Lights, Camera, Barstool podcast on the uh, Redskins versus Browns game because Jeff D. Lowe is a Browns fan. Yeah, and, what is that? And I was a Redskins fan. It was the first preseason game. And it w- we made a bet, like, whatever, to go on each other's podcast. And I think – I don't remember if now I have to go on his or he comes on this one. But I said we would talk uh, – we would do a Rounders show and we just talk about Rounders. That would be a great collab. We should definitely do that. Yeah, I thought that would be fun. Yeah, that would be I would have to go back and watch Rounders because it's been a while for me. Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the movies a lot of poker players watch, you know, weekly, monthly. You know, watch. I mean, a it's lot. like the movie, right? Yeah. Like, I, I would say I probably haven't seen it in two, three years. Yeah, I probably, I probably only watch it once every few years. But so I'm gonna try it's to. Always good to watch. I'm gonna try to plan that. Um, he, he would be better 
I, I don't know how to host a movie podcast. I'm trying to think like how we would even do it. I well, I'll talk. Well, to yeah, he he, he might have to lead it. Podcast, yeah, so he he could lead it, and we could just talk. You know, yeah, we should about that. I would specific love specific movie. You know what? Uh, Robbie Fox just did is they did a on his podcast called My Mom's Basement. Mm-hmm. Great, great name for yeah, a podcast. He just cool. talks about like nerd that. stuff. He talks about like Star Wars and UFC and yeah. uh, Avengers and that stuff. Uh-huh. Comic books. Uh they just watched Endgame and did their almost like DVD comment commentary. Mm-hmm. They just watched it straight through and did commentary. So at the beginning, it's like, can uh, is it, play. Was it record it? Like, are they? Can you watch them watch it, or is it? Uh, no, I think are it's you just, just listening to you're them just watch listening it to them and comment on it. So, but you can start the movie in okay. sync with their commentary oh, cool. and watch it straight through. Right. Um, I've never, I haven't seen Endgame because I haven't seen all the oh, movies. Oh, I saw it. It was sick. Well, I haven't seen all the movies leading up to it yet, so yeah. I can't watch it yet. Um, but apparently it's really, really, really good. So if you're into that, go check out My Mom's Basement. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, two and a half hours of them commenting on the movie, which I think is cool. So we could do that with Rounders. Um, I would Actually, we could do that with What's-His-Name, the dude who wrote it. Brian Koppelman. Yeah. Yeah, we should get him on. Fuck. That'd be awesome. Do a DVD commentary. Com- commentary? How do you say that Yeah, word? commentary. Commentary, okay. Yeah, get get Brian Koppelman on. Uh, he also wrote Billions. They have a, a, I think it was season two, they have a, a poker uh, tournament. He doesn't play that much anymore, though, no? I doubt it, but he literally, he was a rounder yeah. back in the day, like... That's how he got the idea for to write it. Let's it's get Molly on. Molly, Molly's game. Molly on. Jessica Chastain. <laughs> yeah, let's or get. Let's just get Ch- Jessica yeah. Chastain on now. Yeah. Uh, Molly Bloom, who it blew my mind when she it, she's Jeremy Bloom, the skier slash football player sister. I don't know. Who, I don't. You know don't know who Jeremy Bloom is? No. He's a Olympic skier slash a uh, wide receiver and kick returner for University of Colorado then got drafted by the Eagles in the sixth round. So wow. he's like the first ever uh, gold medal. Uh, I don't know if he won an Olympic gold, but he was mm-hmm. he was a top-ranked or the top-ranked freestyle skier wow. slash NFL wide receiver. What, wow, that's crazy. Th- yeah, because the, there's not – you know, the skill set is I guess like the – I guess like there's some, none. There's no some receivers are a little skinnier, but they're still like ripped and yeah. jacked and like – I, mean, I like, just wouldn't think the body type would be – like that great for skiing. Yeah, I, there's just very little overlap yeah. in the two sports. Right. Where it's a f- ridiculous athlete. Yeah, I say it's like Bo Jackson shit. Why don't we talk more about uh, like how good of an athlete overall um, Jeremy Bloom was? Uh, yeah, so, seriously. But yeah, Molly. What a family. Molly Bloom being um, his sister. Yeah. Did you see that movie? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I did too. That, on a there's that one really weird scene that I remember thinking like that scene was weird, but I don't remember. It was running through the park. It was very weird. Mm-hmm. If, if you've seen it recently, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. It's there's been a little this while. very awkward running through the park scene, but no, good movie. Um, so yeah, we as of right now, knock on wood, I'm not gonna say who it is. We have a very good, cool, big guest lined up for next week yep. and the week after. Mm-hmm. So I uh, keep tuning in. No guest this week, though, got canceled. But that's all right, because this episode was awesome regardless. Yeah, just shoot the shit for a little while. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, shit, we might have already gone like Yeah, it was hour. like an hour. <laughs> How the fuck does time fly like I that? I don't know. And so, yeah, um, congrats to everybody who's out there making money winning poker. Thanks to everybody who's tuning in and listening to this podcast, especially those who are playing Jake uh, on 
you know, on online right now, if you're at Jake's table right now, <laughs> like say, uh, ooh, what should we have people say? I don't like, know. So we know that they're fans or listeners. I mean, they, you know, pe- people are. It's weird because, like, you know, like uh, a lot of them are are peers. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. they just say they like it. You know? Yeah, they, that's cool. I love that shit. Yeah. I love hearing that. Yeah, it makes I do, me feel yeah, good about nice. myself. I almost like like. I definitely like it, but it's almost like, oh, I was like, to like, say. like, don't say that because like now I, you know, I might like lose might like, yeah. like, I might not go like so hard or, you know, lose my, I like that. My <laughs> I like bit. that a lot. Uh, I do have something to say. I fucked up a little bit. Um, I didn't tell you this, but I need to get off my chest. Okay. Um, iTunes changed like the way podcasts are labeled okay. and I didn't change the label on our podcast so it was under a category that no longer exists so this whole time no no just like the last two weeks okay so the category that this podcast was under didn't exist anymore and i didn't go in i didn't know Uh and i didn't go in and change it until two days ago so if people go heavy with the five-star reviews and leave a nice comment we will shoot we should if i know how these algorithms work which i think i do we should shoot back up the charts like pretty hard okay um and that would be awesome because well, i love seeing then. that and then we can retweet all that stuff and yep. uh you know look more important than we really are and that makes me feel great <laughs> so would really 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 appreciate if you dropped a five-star review on itunes it literally takes less than a second it's just a tap of your finger um go on your friend's phones and just leave the five star leave a comment review under it that shit is that shit's currency so uh if you could just do that on, you know, your laptop, do it on your phone, do it on your mom's phone, you know, when you sneak your girlfriend's phone when she's sleeping to see if she's texting other guys, <laughs> just go onto her phone and do it. Go into the Apple Store, do it on all the sample phones they have there. Uh, go nuts with it. So uh, I've updated the category, so now it's time to start climbing some charts again. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, Jake, any any parting words? No, that's it. All right. See you guys next week. Oh, wow. You jumped my gun on that. (laughs) All right. Fuck it. We'll end there. (laughs) Later.